Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of October 2nd, 2015. I am your host, Jose Otero, who is 
missing an arm lately. But <laughs> what, what, what happened? It doesn't matter. Uh, things happen. Let's get through introductions. <laughs> Joining me once again, my good friend, Pear Schneider. Hey, Jose. Uh, Brian Altano will not be in this week because he is on a plane and heading to New York Comic Con. Yeah. Which is uh, going to be a big deal next week because it doesn't start today, does yeah, it? Yeah, no, not yet. Yeah, okay. Raps on yet. a plane. Yeah, Raps on a plane. Uh, wow, that's so, a film. Th- I'm, I'm looking okay. at your arm. So you got this mm. weird contraption yeah. with this, like, it looks like a, like a, like a Lego figure thing. Like, a, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, so what does it, it do? It, it, um, <laughs> nothing. It doesn't take away the pain, I'll tell you that. Oh. Um, does it no. go clack, 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 so clack when you move it? No, but uh, it, you can lock the position so it'll... Uh, Basically, it'll stop your arm from going in too far on an inward angle, uh-huh. and it'll stop your arm from going too far out on an outward angle. So I, I get some mobility on it, but it's definitely so. All right, so let, let's sorry. Um, let's just run back uh, this thing. So on Monday, uh, I for the past five weeks have been uh, part of an ice skating class uh, with other editors here. Well, not mostly mm-hmm. editors. Uh, it's uh, engineering guys. <laughs> so uh, you know, my roommate, uh, some of his friends. I think it's, we roll on like five or six deep yeah. to this ice skating class. So, but rumor has it you were dancing a little bit and you were singing let it go right You're if going, that's what you want then, to believe and then you slipped is that right so i lost my balance um and the first thing they teach you is to go for your knees like to go into a sitting position to regain your balance i'm very tall if you uh, watch this show <laughs> you have no idea but i'm six foot five and so when you lose your legs out from under you, the most dangerous thing in ice skating is to fall backwards because you can hit your head on so the you, ice. You went for that. And that's though. really bad. But okay. I was heading in that direction, right. and defensively, I threw my arms out, landed on my right arm. But because it's ice and there's basically it's fr- it's a frictionless surface for the most part, right? When you put a hand on it, it just mm-hmm. slips right down. So my hands gave out, and I went right on the elbow. Uh, it broke in two places or oh. uh, one place like one part's chipped the pair is squirming if you're not seeing this on video um, we went to the emergency room it was cool. very painful uh, I don't want to waste too much more air time on it but um, so now you're little, I've got you're... a robotic arm in its place and uh, I, the doctor says if I get enough GMP I can get upgrades so what's, I'm like alright I can, I can take that you don't play Metal Gear hello oh I see okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I we're thought this was that. some medical term no, no no oh yeah it's totally mm-hmm. medical term mm-hmm. um, yeah Scientific, uh, Koji Bro. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Congratulations Thanks. on uh, on always keeping us on our toes and you know using all your. Uh, your well, I'm glad you guys held the your show. Your height for yeah. for good. Today's the first day I'm back in the office, and uh, there's some things happened this week. So let's yeah. talk about a few of them. What uh, we got? We've got some numbers for Super Mario Maker. We've got some new content for Smash Brothers. That was quick. We've got a release date for Mario Tennis. Um, couple couple news bombs. So this is going to be a shorter show uh, in terms of. Uh, not a ton to talk about, but good things to talk about. Animal yeah. Crossing got a date. And we got to uh, run Amiibo to a Festival. little tourney we're doing, so you'll yeah, see more about that Yeah, something you're going to see, yes, a tournament and a game that some of you will really, really enjoy seeing us participate in. All right, so let's start with Super Mario Millionaire. Uh, that was faster than I expected. September was 11th was the release date for Super Mario Maker, and it has passed the 1 million mark since that date, yep. according to Nintendo. This week, uh, the global figure was revealed on NOA's Twitter account alongside 2.2 million courses have been created created thus mm-hmm. far uh, and played nearly 75 million times that's crazy that's cool I think the the ratio t- of courses to people feels low mm. which you know then then you always got to ask uh, whether people are actively already playing this title or or maybe they're not making a lot you know in in the world of web creation it's always like 
this than less than a percent of the audience contributes. It's obviously bigger in a game like this that playfully gets you into it. Mm -hmm. But there are probably a lot of people are not uploading courses. I was talking to mm -hmm. Jared Petty. Jared Petty loves the loves Mario Maker. Has okay. been playing. I'm like, let me try one of your levels. He's like, oh, I haven't updated any. Inconceivable. Oh you man. Know? Okay. Yeah. I uh, I have to admit I've only put up two. Um, but I've been busy slash injured slash playing Destiny. But um, but two is still. I mean, that's I figured I that's kind of like the though. the number of courses most people will go for, right? Like one to get your feet wet, and, and then, then one you like. This yeah. is the best I'm gonna. I've do had right some now. ideas. You've been making a ton of stuff. I've I mean, made we talked a couple, about yeah. the uh, discovery problem on the platform right now, and how we feel like basically mm. you have to rely on community groups. We're trying to help you out. Uh, Mario Made in Mario is coming back. Uh, it's been on hiatus a little bit, but Brendan uh, started working on it again. So we're really excited to share more courses with you guys. But um, but all in all, I guess you know we're this is they got to one million quickly. Let's see if the holiday keeps pushing that. Um, yeah. It's definitely the best game they have this year, no question. Um, Splatoon being a close uh, second in my book. Yeah. Um, you think uh, like Xenoblade, like Xenoblade's up there? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's but also. but it's more of a hardcore crowd. But absolutely, uh, that that's another like that's. Top five easy. Yeah. Um, but Mario Maker ultimately is the game that I think is going to get the most attention. Um, yeah, really good game. So yep. if you haven't picked it up yet, do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And if not, look forward to Xenoblade in December or look forward to uh, a few other things which we're going to get to. But quickly, uh, Data Miner has uncovered assets in Super Mario Maker. And yeah. so the question is, and we've talked about it on the show, DLC or so. If you're unfamiliar with game design uh, or you're listening to this podcast and you don't really know a lot about making games, one thing that happens in the game creation process outside of a lot of testing is sometimes things get tested and they just get left in. Yeah. Like, it happens all the time. Um, it's, it's more the way work to remove it. Yeah, because the minute you remove it, you could be damaging the stability of the game itself. Yeah. Like, anytime you're moving things back and forth. Um, so, for example, do you remember Hot Coffee, that crazy incident? Yeah, in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that was a thing that was toyed around with and tested at some point. Someone was pay maybe making a joke, but it, it wasn't removed, and yeah. it then was found. And same with the uh, the R-Wing in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. There are certain test environments. Yeah. like People with Game Sharks in the past found yeah. those and unlocked them. Well, and data miners have been reliable, too, because they're the ones who found Ryu, Roy. Um, yeah. You know, like these things have been put out there and, and sort of discovered by folks. But basically... Uh, uh, this Twitter user, NWPlayer123, uh, okay, uh, it says on, uh, I don't know if it's a he or a she, a Twitter account, that the Angry Sun was mm -hmm. found as an asset in there. If you remember, the Angry Sun was from Super Mario Bros. 3. It would chase you through the desert. Um, it was one of the things I was looking forward oh, to yeah, tinkering yeah. and playing around with. Yep. It's not in Super Mario Maker. Yeah. Along with, apparently, bullet bills, which were meant to be placeable without a launcher. Um, and Kuribo shoe in New Super Mario Brothers U mode. So uh, this person tweeted about this stuff. There's a few other pieces, and the question becomes, are these unused assets and things that were just tested, or is it DLC? And I think we all hope it is. I know I want it to be. My take is it's leftover stuff. Okay. My take is they tested something where, you know, the Angry Sun is a great example of a thing that can easily get stuck and cause havoc, mm -hmm. right? Like, a bullet bill is straightforward. It flies sideways. You get the angry ones who follow you. Yeah. But even even they can cause stuff to happen. I have a feeling they had it in, they tested it, and it just didn't work. Mm -hmm. Like it caused some issues in some way, and they removed it, and they just left the assets in. Yeah, that that's what it feels like. And you know, same with the the standalone bullet bills, which is like a one time shot of something. 
Okay. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not discounting that there won't be DLC in the future, but I feel like you would see some pretty major stuff in there if there was hidden stuff locked in there. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I mean, I feel like, uh, and we've talked about this on the show before, but Mario Maker is a great opportunity for them to establish this platform on Wii U, keep feeding it pieces, keep feeding it, you know, additional backgrounds, items that people can continue to build and tinker with because it's not like the the set that it comes with is going to get old but you you know how it is like you want more you want to make more with more pieces yeah. more stuff yeah um, and it gives you a reason to go back right like yeah. you may you may think oh i have no more ideas left after i made these made these levels and then, and they then introduce one you thing. get you get like five more more pieces and mm. you're like oh wait that you know that changes any everything. Like Absolutely. to me, big upgrades would be slopes, right? Mm-hmm. A a block, a colored block you can shake to change the color. Then people will do pixel art. Yeah. You or know, like there are exits, all these things like from Super Mario World. I love those. If yeah. I could hide an alternate exit, because right now an alternate exit just leads you to the regular exit, which yeah. I guess could be the same thing, but. But you can do all the exits with a pipe or like, something remember like the dropping key? you. I used to love yeah. the key and finding the key, the key to get to great. the door. Yeah, like it was yeah. a really cool thing. No, and then obviously there are different tile sets that are not in here, right? Like the mm-hmm. whole kind of turnip pulling Super Mario Brothers USA mm-hmm. kind of setup is not in this, which would be an awesome DLC pack for yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah. The only problem with up with games where you upload things is you split the user base then, yeah. right? Yeah. But what if everybody gets the update, everybody can play the levels, but only the people who buy it well, can and that's how them. Smash has done it, yeah. where you didn't have to buy the characters, but you can see them and they show up. That's mm-hmm. how Fighting Games have handled it, and I think that ultimately that's going to be uh, the way it'll work. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, but... In Nintendo fashion, yep. no talk about DLC. It's always like shipping the game first is so, is their message yeah, for the like most that. part. Um, so we'll see. You know, if I'm willing to bet before the end of the year, the words DLC get said, and if they, they don't, I'll be surprised. Yeah, they. I mean, post January seems too far away from a game that came out in September. I, I think I'm of two minds about that, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of games get released and just happened with Tomb Raider, right? Before the game is even out you spot some marketing messages somewhere. They may not even be pushing it, but it's like, oh, there's a season pass for 30 bucks for more single-player yeah. content. And, like, you always feel like you're getting an in- incomplete game. You know, even if that's not the case and the content is not ready, it makes you think about it. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you don't, if you don't know ahead of time that there's DLC coming, yeah. you may play through the single-player and say, I'm going to sell this game. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you know there's more content coming, at least you could hang on to well, it. So I wonder, there's an up- upside and a downside yeah. to well, it. Well, I wonder what the response they got too with uh, Mario Golf, which the last one on 3DS, they announced the season pass before it came out. Yeah. And at least on my end, the community seemed upset by that yeah. because the season pass, at least at that point, had to kind of run its course with some folks. Right. And they're like, I don't want this. You're, you're holding back content from a game that's about to get released. And that becomes a message when ultimately... That really isn't the intention. They just want to kind of keep you going. Yeah. Um, but I think that content turned out fine, but we'll see. You know, at the end of the day, you know, the message has changed since. Um, but then again, look at Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, Fire Emblem If, yeah. which doesn't really have a season pass, but you are buying another campaign and you know that before the game came out. So I yeah. guess they're all over the place on this one. I, I think, think they're just it. experimenting with a lot of different approaches, right? Mm-hmm. Like Splatoon, the content is in there and gets unlocked over time. Some content gets added afterwards with DLC and it's all free. Yep, you know, right. I mean, The Witcher does that too, right? Yeah, they're, The Witcher is still pumping free out Free content stuff. updates, but also big DLC packs you yeah. have to pay for. So That's right. 
you know, I like I like I like experiments like that and figuring out what how the community reacts to it. Sometimes, you know, of course, on our site we have very vocal users who comment right there, mm-hmm. and there the vocal commenters are not necessarily representative of the entire gaming population, That's right. right? Because FIFA is one of the top money making games out there, and it has all these little microtransaction hooks in it a that ton. make EA a lot of money, and the audience obviously, you know whether begrudgingly or not, uses them, and, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, that's a good reason for EA to continue to that's do right, it. So. That's right, that's right. Okay. Tough call. Yep. All right, so then speaking of content, uh, there was an update for Smash Brothers. Now this... I've not been me. able to get it yet. Yeah, me yeah. either. I, I've been uh, recovering. Um, I, was, I was in Germany for my 25-year high school reunion. How did that go? Let's it was take great. a few seconds. Everybody's time, old. Three minutes. Everyone's Including old. Including me. I, Surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. Um, was, I grew up happened? in a small town in uh, close to the, the uh, border to the Netherlands, the Dutch border, okay. uh, in the Nether Rhine region of Germany. It's a small town called Bruggen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Bruges. It's not Uh, it's a small town it has a castle in the middle so you know it has a medieval castle and that's basically all there is did you explore that castle? Yeah. Or no, I went there, like, took a picture. It now has, they restored it and put a new, put a little hat on it. It's got a little okay. uh, roof. No, but I saw a lot of people that I went to uh, high school with 25 nice. years ago. Wow. So it was awesome. Is this the yeah, first time you've got, seen them since? Some people have kids that are now our age back then. So wow. first time I've seen a bunch of them. Not everybody. I've seen some folks afterwards. But okay. it was really fun and way too much food and, and beer and all that. Okay. But, What's the best um, thing you ate? Uh, in in Germany, I went to a, a restaurant called Vendôme mm-hmm. near uh, near Cologne. Uh, that was like crazy, like sixteen course stuff. Wow! It had it had a lot of stuff that would, GM money. That oh, that would, GM guap. My mom, I went to visit my mom. She made fried blood sausage. I'm sure you okay. would appreciate that one. I would try it, but oh, it sounds it's nasty. So good. Yeah. Okay, so good. I'll give it a shot. All right. Well, speaking of new content, then uh, Smash Brothers got an update. A pirate ship stage uh, yeah. based on Wind Waker, a Super Mario Maker stage, which we knew about. Uh, the Super With Mario like Maker stage is things on appearing. Yep. Yeah, things disappear and reappear. Mm-hmm. A hand like puts things back. Very, very smart and in the spirit of that game. Um, and new Mii Fighter costumes, which include a business suit. Star Fox, Captain Falcon, Toad, Viridi from Kid Icarus. I'm probably saying that name wrong. Yeah. Uh, Vidri. Uh, Vid- R- Viridi. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, a Monster Hunter costumes, which is a cool sign because uh, it shows Nintendo is still very serious about that franchise. And I like, I mean, Smash Brothers is the meta game for all Nintendo franchises, right? It pulls everything from Nintendo's worlds together in one place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the business suit, yeah. You should, Jose you should rock me that. that. Jose you is showing me that. the business suit. Yeah. But, like, it's this it's this great meta game of everything Nintendo. So I love that Mario Maker comes out and you get a Mario Maker stage. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, almost like Street Pass, right? Like yeah. doing the little uh, the little puzzles that you um, oh. uh, that you share with people. It's definitely smart promotion. Um, we've always brought up, you know, who uses Mii Fighter. We've constantly brought that up. Some folks have emailed us saying, I use Mii Fighter. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? Props to you. Because yeah. uh, you're going to be able to dress it up however you want. And I think it's smart on their part um in terms of pricing though i think we're still seeing that that uh you know um smash brothers tax a little bit here but (laughs) but we'll see uh ultimately yeah smash tax but ultimately uh you have these options and they are optional so Uh i really want you to rock the business suit you need to do this i I will will, that would mean i have to play as me fighter i just got the me fighter amiibos Oh, okay. I Talk about that. Imp- imported them from uh, Japan. They were okay. like twenty bucks each. Yeah, they came out a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, so I got the Japanese ones. They look good. I okay. mean, like uh, at this point, 
every amiibo looks really good. I got the classic pack too with mm. Mr. Game and Watch and Duck Hunt. And yes, all I that. bought mine. So got uh, yours. I got the GameStop triple pack. I'd stop me if this is not true, but it feels like these past couple of waves have been easier to get. Went to Target, ton of Dr. Mario's. And yeah. I don't know if that's just because it's not a Jigglypuff, which Pokemon is much, much more um, hotly sought after because it's recognizable. A lot of kids know it. Yeah. But uh, same thing with Bowser Jr. You can find that everywhere. I don't know, um, but the, the Mario, the classic uh, blocky Mario edition, that was, you know, I left, came back, and it had been up for an hour, and it, it was sold out. That one went fast. It. So, yeah. you know, it's still, it depends. Depends on the character, okay, I think. Okay, okay. Well, yep. what about if Nintendo is bringing back six Amiibo figures? So this ties into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Little Mac, Greninja, Shulk, Lucario, Fox, and Captain Falcon will soon show up on store shelves once more, yep. according to NOA's Twitter account. So this is cool. Um, just restocked at select retailers. Lucario was a Toys R Us exclusive. Yeah. So you're going back there to get him. Shulk, you're going to GameStop. But the rest of them, because uh, I don't think Greninja was a store exclusive, unless I think that was a Toys R Us one as well, if it is. Um, if you missed out on these, you can get them. That's cool. They don't seem redesigned in any way, uh, unlike uh, you had a Villager forehead edition, yeah, the, the, as I like the to call it. Eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell, right? We'll have to take a closer look at Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, So there you have that. Um, I still feel like they need to reissue Link without P-Stand. Oh, yeah, or just redo the first wave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so wait, let's talk about this. If the strategy sounds like they told us the City 3, they'll just be reintroducing ones in stores again. Mm-hmm. Is this going to eventually make people happy? Like just pick, you know, five characters at random, put them out in stores again. That's over. Take those back. Put out another set. Because that's how it's been happening. Yeah, it'll it'll make people, people happy or still paying attention. I think some people were frustrated and didn't. They okay. kind of abandoned, you know collecting them all That's a good so point. i think they need to reignite some of that passion by having some cool new ones too at the same time and mm-hmm. you know i mean we're almost nearing the end of the smash brothers set right i mean yeah. we're getting very very close now mm-hmm. yep. yeah the dlc characters uh falco lombardi yeah who it's, else is left there's not much me fighter left. in the u.s yeah, yeah me fighter isn't there. out here yeah, yet yeah, yeah. me oh. fighter's creepy by the way i just <laughs> i've seen those me heads i'm just like uh, i don't know about this it's funny like they chose some of the generic designs like one is exactly the me my son made of himself you know like so, <laughs> so they he's look, like that's me. yeah he's like how did they know <laughs> um also i got the chibi robo amiibo which you have too yes Little i got guy one sitting well. on glass on grass yep yep that one, looks uh, cool though the silver is really yeah, nice the shiny. yeah absolutely um, it's a cool design actually we have an interview uh, with the director or the head Nintendo person mm-hmm. that'll be going up uh, potentially next week on the site so look for that and we talk a little bit about designing that thing um, and sort of their their process for how they came down to mm-hmm. making it and choosing that pose turns out um you know they, there is a lot of testing involved for mm-hmm. these guys so and yeah did you go nuts for cards while I was out or no a little bit, actually. Really? Yeah, so the game came out Friday. We went to get our retro three-pack on Friday, which, by the way, the box is hideous Yeah. retro three-pack. Have we talked about that? No. I, yeah. uh, I take him out of the box, so I don't care. the box. He yeah. just was like, uh, he just wants to take an X-Acto knife and, like, cut down <laughs> the sides, and, like, each one is separate. But um, So if you haven't seen the box, it is basically the three card. It, it, they're sort of uh, replicating the card you would see on the back of a yeah. single pack, but they are just side by side, and there's no. They're all sorts of colors because it's ro- you know yeah. it's it's uh, it's um, game, game and Watch, it's Duck Hunt, and it's Rob, 
and you could not have asked for more different color schemes. Like yeah. One's got a purple, a duck with a purple head on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it just doesn't look good. Uh, but whatever, like that's the way you're going to buy it. You're supposed to play with them. Take I them out. Nah, Throw away I, the I box. got them in this Tupperware, like this tall, by the way. Oh, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. Free your amiibos. Exactly. Oh, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, just, you know, we went to get it and then I bought the Animal Crossing cards. I was like, oh, I'll take three packs. And so the strangest thing is that they come inside of a card stock, like cardboard stock package first. Yep. Then when you rip that open, there's another it's pack the foil in there. pack inside, which... You can't x-ray, you can't look through it, that's why. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, so I No light shines through, basically. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I bought a bunch of cards. Uh, I gave friends my doubles, and I was like, all right, Did you, I'm going to uh, stop now because this is getting out of hand. But my reason being is because we're going to probably need cards to try out whatever Amiibo Festival is going to do with them. Yeah. So I'm using that as my excuse, okay. and I'm sticking to it's it. It's a good excuse, yeah. I got DJ KK Slider. What? Yep. How? In, yeah. a, in a pack of cards? Yeah. Did you get Isabel? The special, no. Okay. Did you get Isabel? No. I wish. Right. Uh, nothing. All right. All right. Someday. Are you going to stop I don't with know. the cards here? I can't promise that. <laughs> oh, really? No, I, I haven't, I haven't even this? played the game yet. I, that's so, what I was going to point out. I'm, I'm going to download it now what that I'm back. What is happening to us? But, I mean, now there's uh, 3D Picross 2 in, out in Japan, too. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot to play. Yeah, there yeah. is. And that works with Amiibo. Yep. I don't know if it works with the cards, though. I'm going to download that tonight. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the Picross games. Sounds kind of boring, right? Mm-hmm. They're little numbers, number-based puzzle games that Nintendo um, makes better than anybody else. Yep. And there's a 3D version where you, basically it looks like a Rubik's Cube. You can rotate, and you have to solve the number combinations. Yeah. And, like, an object is revealed out of it. Yeah. No, so it, it's so cool because Love it. When, once you learn, it, it looks like a lot of math because there's numbers yeah. on the edge of almost every block, but there isn't. And it's just this really smart process of a limit. It turns the process of elimination into a really fun game. Oh, so addictive. Uh, I love the DS one. That's the last one I played. I didn't try the mini installments. I think they had something uh, yeah. on the shop uh, for a little bit. No, Did I not. didn't either. But yeah. the 3D one, I really, really liked it. I mean, I, I like the classic ones too, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I actually thought that would be one of the first franchises that they take to mobile, hmm. which is... Um, I mean, we'll I see. I mean, that's coming. It's yeah. coming. But Picross is great. Before the end of the year, mm-hmm. you will know what Nintendo's mobile game is, and you will be playing it. Uh, but you know what? Before we jump into that or anything else, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, Mario uh, Tennis now has a date, and a few more stories. We'll be right back. Jose Otero here with Pear Schneider. Hey, Jose. And Pear, this week, Nintendo revealed the release date for Mario Tennis Ultra Smash will be November 20th. And that's all they said. Yeah, that's, <laughs> um, uh, that's a, a very <laughs> non-competitive slot right there. <laughs> okay, so November 20th is the big week before, uh, you know, all the holiday sales, the Rush, Black Friday. In the U.S., yeah. Usually a big Nintendo game. Not trying to dismiss Mario Tennis as a big Nintendo game. I'm not trying to say that. But what I am trying to say is there is some slight concern that they have not said much else about that game since E3. We yeah. don't know much about you know new characters or new hooks to that game. We know that there is a big mushroom that will turn you into a huge tennis player yeah. um, and that the graphics look really nice. Uh, but it, it caused some alarm uh, among some folks. Um, now, why, knowing- does it, why does it cause alarm? Because they haven't really spun up the... the- 
the PR engine around it, like think, letting people know what's that. in it? Yeah, I yeah. think it, it is that. Well, um, but there is that. F- I, I don't know. I feel like. But it's I, a replacement. Like that. It is I a feel replacement. like it's absolutely like, hey, we've got these games we're working on. Which one can be ready and is right for that time yeah. slot? And they're like, well, at least at least this one has Mario. And by the way, I love Mario Tennis. Yeah. I think they're great games, but they're not humongous games. I, I grow concerned with some of the tribalism in video games. Like, the, the you know, I know that this is sort of like a sport where people love to cheer for their mm-hmm. winning team, you know, uh, Nintendo. Yeah. Microsoft, PlayStation, what have you. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it worries me whenever I see this sort of inferiority complex sometimes among the fan base, among people saying, why? Oh, this is such a bad idea. This will never replace Star Fox. This is not a huge game. It's like, well, we don't know much about it. And I think that's the more concerning thing. Yeah. You know, and with time, they're going to tell us that. Like, I, I, highly doubt that it's going to be no, the first week of November and we know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But if they do plan to sell people on that game and what that game is, and it is a game that could bridge to more casual players, which is a good idea for them, they need to start talking soon. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and I think they will. I mean, it, it it also isn't a game where, you know, the press hangs on every word and is like, oh my God, what's going to be in it? it it's... We've played a couple of Mario Tennis games before. We know they're fun. We know usually, you know, what goes on in them. And so mm. it just becomes, like, you also want to be careful that you're not pushing these minutiae where it's like, it becomes kind of funny, right? Mm. It's going to have a green Mario costume. What if it doesn't have multiplayer? Like, you know, oh, man. Yeah. It's like, uh, let's hang on. Hold yeah. On. It, it yeah. will have multiplayer. Whether it will have online, that's a big question, Yeah, that's right? the big yeah. question. So anyway, we'll, we'll yeah, see. so that has a date. Another uh, game that has a date is Amiibo Festival, uh, which, so... Uh, in Japan, the second wave of figurines, or unless I'm reading this wrong, four new Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival figurines surfaced on Nintendo Japan's website with a December 17 release date. Yeah. Uh, so this is a big deal. Um, you've got a few. You've got Blathers and a couple of others. Uh, so they're $53 US because things are more expensive in Japan. Um, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival is actually still slated to launch this holiday season. I don't think it got a date. I'm not sure. Actually, oh, <laughs> we have a date. Well, I'm glad I prepped for the show beforehand. <laughs> uh, well, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival was releasing November 13th in North America, November 20th in Europe, and November 21st in Australia. Okay. You were going to say. No, I was going to say we forgive you for not following up while you were in the hospital. Mm, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was such a trip. All right. Um, are you uh, excited for this game at all, or are you still kind of the jury's out? Meh. Meh. I haven't been, you know, even Mario Party, which I used to love, I'm kinda, I've am kind of i kind of fallen out of love with the games, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is, this feels similar to that. Okay. Um, I'll take a look. I mean, the Amiibo included look really good. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll wait and see. I want to know more about it. Yeah, and I feel like, uh, well, you've expressed too disappointment with the with uh, the Mario Party games that mm-hmm. there isn't sort of a a cool board game kind of catch to it anymore. Like it aesthetically looks like a board game, but it doesn't yeah. really have that sort of depth of a board game, uh, or it's been missing a little bit more of it. Hopefully, this is the game that has that. Yeah, I think the the board the concept of a board game. It done in digital format, especially with mini games, still a good one. You know, you just got to figure out how to get the slowness of a board game out of the way, and like that's where you could have a really fun, rapid fire board game experience. And mm-hmm. Mario Party tried a little bit of that, and they consolidated players into one, uh, you know, into one vehicle. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, ultimately, it didn't. It didn't quite gel for yeah, me. Yeah, it turned it into a group yeah. activity. Yeah. All right. Um. So then on Monday, before this awful injury. 
I had a preview go up about Zelda Triforce Heroes, which yeah. I have not talked about. So oh, yeah. I guess I should talk to you about. So this is probably one of the most hilarious uh, demo sessions I have ever had. Because the representative from Nintendo, who I've met before, I met on a, a Zelda A Link Between Worlds. Uh, I will not share names uh, to protect the innocent. <laughs> but this person was always very calm, very reserved. And we had this demo. And, you know, so I was playing... Uh, <laughs> Uh, former IGN employee uh, Rich George was yeah. playing uh, to help out, um, and then a rep from Nintendo. And she, <laughs> she, uh, there was just a lot of direction and a lot of shouting, but a lot of fun <laughs> because it's just um, it was so unpredictable in nature yeah. what was going to happen. So next. you drove somebody crazy, is what you're saying? Like you mm, weren't doing what the other I person wanted you to do? I tried to. No, so I mean, I, granted, you in Zelda, you used to sort of taking in the world on your own terms, yeah. right? You're walking around, you know, looking for puzzles, examining them, going, okay, what do they need me to do here? Am I hitting that one? Am I hitting this one? Imagine that with other people who are then rushing to try and solve the yeah. puzzle. And so that's what was happening. It was a funny dynamic, and it was very um, – I just couldn't tell what was going to happen next, which I thought was really fun. That's great. Yeah, but it turned into a lot of, hey, come here, hey, come here. And you okay. could mash like over here to get them to come over. A lot of like hilarious passive aggressiveness, <laughs> like uh, us shouting at Rich to come over, Rich not coming. And so uh, <laughs> someone going over, Nothing picking him up changed. and throwing him off of a, off of a ledge. Nice. Um, things like that. Well, it's almost like they took kind of like the classic, like the gauntlet formula to the max, right? Mm -hmm. Where you do have different roles. Like yeah. one person needs to be the person fighting on in the front one is in the back right yeah. um yeah. and in this game there are certain things that only the archer can do yeah. you know that mm -hmm. or only the the swordsman can do yeah yeah and i really like that about that game but it also means when we were playing together you're like go do it you know yeah. you gotta get on top and like yeah. that's my big worry still with the communication yeah, online if you, if you watch the video preview um there's even a moment where we all get picked up in a totem i think rich was driving and he's like, shoot it, shoot it. And he's, he's shouting at me to shoot an enemy, but he's driving, so I'm just missing. And you just see an arrow go that way, an arrow go this like, way, stand an arrow go still. Way. I'm like, can I, can I line up the shot at least? Um, but there's a lot of that. But I honestly, I think it adds something to Zelda I had not thought I would enjoy as anger? much. And I enjoyed it a lot. No, it wasn't <laughs> anger. It was, well, and that was the point of the preview. It was about making friends and frenemies because yeah. it feels like at the end of the day, you know, you're working together to solve it. You have a shared life bar, so you all have a shared yeah, yeah. interest in surviving. Um, and especially the treasure you get at the end because the three chests that spawn at the end after you beat a boss or after yep. you beat the challenge, one is a rare piece of material and the other two are just regular. So someone is getting away with something really cool at the end too. And I think that adds a bit of the competitiveness. Yeah. Um, just being the one who picked the chest or rushing up there to get it first. That's great. Um, oh, I can't wait to play. No, I had a ton of fun. We're definitely going to let's play this. And, but no uh, single and player. You didn't get to play single player yet. I did not yet. get to play okay. single player yet. I don't know exactly how the doll system works or if it's like Four Swords where you can have them trail behind you. Um, I know briefly in a video that you and I did a Rewind Theater on, we showed it uh, and I think Nintendo released a video that mm -hmm. I didn't get to see because again injury um, but I plan to watch and see if they maybe show a few more seconds of single player that's awesome but I will say yep. multiplayer was a ton of fun with people I knew um, even this reference Nintendo I didn't know her that well but now I've 
absolutely will never forget this demo because it was it was a lot of fun. Like there was some genuine frustration, sure, yeah. but there was also just that, oh man, we did this. Like we were able to pull this off. And it's not like, you know, destiny level teamwork, like for the raid where it's like super hard. But those dungeons aren't kind around either. Yeah. Like there are some there is some difficulty to them. And we got to jump around in five worlds. I think we played one dungeon each from four. We tried arena, which in arena you can take an outfit that you made and take it into the arena to fight. Oh, okay. Fun thing when you do that competitive mode, you don't get to see what anyone else is wearing, oh, so you don't know what you're up you against. Don't know. Yeah, so you may be up against some really serious stuff. They showed us the tingle tights. Very nice. Uh, yeah, they got them made, um, and they they have so the balloons on his back. If you fall off a stage, it'll forgive you three times before it takes a heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll see a balloon disappeared, and he'll be back. Um, like Mario Kart battle style. Yeah, it gets it gets frantic. Um, I'm still concerned how online will work because you're not able to tell someone like over yeah. here. You know, yeah. like I mean, you can sort of emote to them, come here. Yeah. I guess the last thing I can talk about is that the emotes are strangely satisfying. Like you see the you know, sort of the pom poms, you see all the cheering. I know you like, were oh, you were all in tired. when you saw the drawings. Like so, you're liking <laughs> you're liking them in the game too. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Um, because you, they it's funny. they're super useful. The only one I didn't find myself using was item and totem, okay. which oddly enough are two very important ones. But totem, but we I were think all talking. You guys were room. talking, right? Yeah. Totem is more like you've got a clueless new player whom you matched make made with, and yeah. then you're like, hey, you got to get on the totem. And that's where I think the frustration is going to come. I think online, if it's your first time in a dungeon or you're playing with someone who is their first time in a dungeon and they don't know what to do, yeah. that's going to be a challenge for some folks. Okay. But I still think the design of the game itself is really strong. I just don't find a lot of... Uh, I, I don't think it's a valid argument to say this game sucks because my teammates are bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, you don't have a way to talk to them. Okay. So it, it, it's this weird in-between. I, like, I was just playing Splatoon last night and I was saying the same thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I've got the Rainmaker. I'm like, I need people to cover me and they're not coming. Mm. They're like sitting over there with their little sniper rifles. Mm. Like, don't do that. I need you to <laughs> paint the floor and like get over here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and okay. you're like, ding, 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 ding. yeah, yeah. Bo- I'm not booing. I'm telling you yeah. to get over here. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, so I, I, we'll see. Is ultimately it, but I know uh, in terms of local play, very positive impressions. Um, very charming game. Yep. The main villain looks like uh, me, uh, Glenn Close from the oh, uh, okay. from the Devil Wears Prada. Uh, <laughs> all she needed is to end her sentences with "That's all," and like it's done. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really funny. Uh, I I had a blast. That's like, great. To say. Well, when how long do we have to wait for this game? That is in November. I believe it's the twenty second or the twenty okay. third. I think it's twenty right. second Japan, twenty third us, and then twenty fourth okay. uh, Europe. So I there's think. a nice little holiday Thanksgiving game mm-hmm. for people yep. to play. Another one when the family is over, better buy a couple of extra 3DSs. That's right. <laughs> yeah, another one is uh, Chibi Robo. Did you did you play it all? Not did yet. You get to? No, okay. but I, I ogled the uh, the amiibo. Okay, yeah. got it. Got I, it. Ju- I literally, I mean, I got you back got and back I'm trying yesterday. to catch up on my sleep now. How's your How's your jet lag? It's all right. Okay, I I forced myself to stay awake. Yeah. Well, I played that too. Um, I like it so far. I've only played a few stages in the first world. Um, I think that the uh, jump and whip mechanics are really satisfying yeah. and they're fun, especially when you charge up the whiplash and yeah. you just toss it out and it ricochets and rebounds off things and it gets to the plug you need because then you feel kind of cool as you zip across. Um, I will say getting used to the control setup is a little weird for me because jump is B, 
Lash is what's the top button? I think that's Y, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, Zip Lash is X. Okay. And so you're using sort of the outer part of the con- of the uh, control buttons, and I'm just not used to that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of like you know how we grew up using uh, B and A for Mario. Yeah, yeah. And now the way they have it set up in the Diamond, if you're not using the inner set, it feels weird when you use the outer I set. I totally, yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel uh, with Chibi Robo a little bit. But I'm adapting, um, and there doesn't seem a way to configure around it. I don't mind though, because I, I want to take that game on its own terms. Yeah, you'll get you'll yeah. get used to it. I'm too. only a few worlds in, uh, okay. but so far it's been enjoyable. They I'm play with it. scale in a funny way. Okay. Yeah, and they have German candy. I saw they had the ice confect. The, yes. Yeah, they're like they're, they're these little chocolate. They look like pe- American peanut butter cups, mm-hmm. but it's like this chocolate, and when you eat it, it feels like it's cold. So there's some weird magic going on, man. But it melts on, in man. your mouth. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like it feels ice cold. I don't know what's in it. So what's fun uh, to me is that apparently there are little candies like that uh, embedded f- from around the world, hidden in the game. There was Pocky too, yeah. And there's this, uh, yeah, there was Pocky, there was Pez, yeah. and uh, there's this plain character. I'm forgetting his name. I think it's Toby. But he basically asks you for that thing. So he's like, oh, can you give me, what's the name of that German candy? I don't know. Ice Confect. I don't know what okay, the brand is that they that. have in there. Yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. He says, do you have that? And when you give it to him, he goes, then he does this explanation as he like flies around. So there's almost this cute like edutainment angle to it. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. these are from Germany. Like oh, they're ice cold, cool. but when you put them in your mouth, they melt. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. I'm just like, this is interesting. <laughs> I, I should have brought some. Now I'm hungry. Those are uh, good. Why didn't you bring some? I brought just nasty salty licorice. Because that nobody will eat it but me, so yeah. it, it, my my food is safe. Nice, nice plan. I, I know. Like it. All right. Well, there you have it. We are done. Uh, we have hit all our stars. Hey, play some Chibi Robo. Let's talk about it next week. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to play that. I want to play more Splatoon. I want to make mm-hmm. more Mario Maker levels. Thank you to everybody who played mine. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been awesome. Absolutely, and thank you for submitting. We are going to start looking at those again. And by the way, I meant to bring this up earlier, but thank you all of those who reached out. Uh, with get well wishes and you know and whatnot over burr, the burr, arm. Burr, wing damage. Yeah, exactly. That was Pear's message. Uh, but really appreciate it. Um, this was definitely an unforeseen accident, and this is going to be a thing for four to six weeks. Oh, jeez. I might be better you, in three, but are you we'll gonna, see. Are you going to practice non-motion control Splatoon now? No, I played with them. I, I, the ro- the rotations just. So in you the got wrist. okay. So you can do that. Yeah. The wrist stuff. You just got to yeah. watch out. Yeah. No, my roommate was making fun. Like, oh, you're going to have to swing it like this. Yeah. Okay. Like that. And I'm just like, that's not going to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to play uh, old classic uh, mech simulators with giant controllers. No, no, no. no. Yeah, okay. gonna sleeping's hard enough. You have no idea. Like right. I gotta like, keep it still. Ugh, it's a pain. But anyway, thank you very much. Uh, it's definitely appreciated. And as always, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, Nintendo Voice Chat is a weekly show on IGN, but it is not the only show on IGN. In fact, we've got a ton of projects, got a ton of podcasts, cool things in the works that uh, we're not talking about yet, including a video that Per and I are going off to shoot right after this, yeah. uh, this afternoon. Um, anything else to plug really quick? No. we got a new video player on the site. Yeah, we did. Um, we kind of stealthily rolled that out if you didn't see it. Like, if you had problems... Um, some lower spec machines, and I don't mean to insult your computer, but like non top of the line laptops sometimes had problems with a certain little flat, it's called flash shiv or something mm-hmm. like that, and it caused some uh, stutter issues. So we completely overhauled the innards of that. And okay. even though the player looks the same, hopefully that resolves your issues. You know, you can always leave um, feedback. Um, you can even let us know at nvc.ign.com. We'll yeah. forward it to our engineering team, but should be much better now. Yep. We yep. got new comments too. Yeah, yeah and that one, you know, out. we're doing a lot. 
lot of work on improving them. Uh, the, okay. the comments tools is very, it's a, you know, we had to say goodbye to our previous system because that company changed its business model, wouldn't be able to guarantee comments in the future. Um, and we also needed some very different things out of our comments. So we, um, we looked at a bunch of tools. We used Live Fire. You know, some people obviously are upset over change and there's certain things that, that aren't working the same way they were in the old system, but we keep on upgrading it. That's mm -hmm. the great thing about getting a, a white label platform. We can actually build tools on top of it and, you know, it'll get better every week. We're going to add mobile notifications, I think, next week already. Okay. Okay. So, you know, cool, slowly. Cool. Oh, quick PSA, by the way. Uh, if you're playing Splatoon and you see someone running around as an Octoling in your game, <laughs> apparently this is a thing. A uh, good friend of the show, uh, Warchamp, who works on Project M, has been tweeting about it. Keep playing until that Octoling is not in your lobby because apparently there could be some save issues on your game data save. Now, I don't know how 100% true this is, but uh, Warchamp's a good friend, and I don't think he would be making this up. That's really weird. So be careful. Yeah, people are hacking Splatoon, it's doing crazy missing things. missing no coming back, man. Yeah, He's maybe. I mean, get us. I, I think playable Octolings are lame, but yeah. people want to experience it. Yep. So they're, they're definitely, uh, they have the right, apparently, to choose given yep. the right means. Lastly, if you like the show, or if you don't like the show, send us feedback. Let us know. Uh, you can email us at mvc at IGN.com or head on over to iTunes. You can leave us a review. It's always helpful to hear your feedback. Uh, lastly, you can find us on Twitter. You can find the absent Agent Bizzle, uh, Brian Altano. <laughs> at Agent Bizzle. At Agent Bizzle. You can find Per Schneider yeah, at. That was an Agent Fizzle you pulled. Yeah, that was. Uh, I'm at Per IGN, P-E-E-R. Right. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Bush. Awesome. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.